0: So, we're going to get into tonight. I'm not going to take too long tonight. Um, I thought it's key to... Um, I thought, let me... I, I was really stuck. Let me be honest. I was stuck on what I should talk about tonight, you know, and um, really stuck on what to speak about tonight. Um, and I think, like, even till now, I'm just like... I was just like, Lord, about an hour ago, I say? It's like, Lord, what should I um, talk about, you know, and whatnot. But two hours ago, I think, yeah. Let's, let's felt you know speak from the heart.' let's, um, let's, let's dive deeper into the, into the heart of a man you know and the stuff that's going on in here, that's actually what's really depicting and um, determining how we are being made into an image of a man. The Bible says that Guard your heart, with all diligence for out of it, flows the issues of life the Bible says the issues of life <coughs> are not what necessarily happens around you but issues of life arise from how you respond and what is going on in the heart meaning that I the quality of life that you can live will always be determined according to the condition of your heart. It means Io, if you fail to guard your heart, you make yourself vulnerable, susceptible to things that happen in life, and you make it your issue, and therefore you fail to see the progression or whatever is in that in life because of what's happening, what's going on in the your heart, due to the failure of guarding your heart. And, and today I want to talk on like the heart, I want to echo on vulnerability, I won't be too long, but I really feel that at this moment in time, especially with everything that's going on, like, let, let's let's address what's happening in the inward of our hearts. And, and before I go in, you know you, you know me guys, I'm big on resources, and um, a book that helped me and shaped me in the area of manhood, you know, it's this book here, it's called Fire By God by John Eldridge i really want to encourage you guys 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 put your money where your mouth is if you if you have a four twelve 12 men man i need you to be about investing in your future investing in your manhood i need you to be about investing in what it is that you want to become so we've got to get this one this is a really good book man I've, I've read it once, but I've read other chapters a few times. I really want to start reading some again because it really touches on the on, 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 on this area and really it is a book that I would dare say awakened awakened my heart in a way that I've never seen before. Was, and and it literally verbalized and, and actualized words and feelings that I was feeling that I did not have, have language to express. So I want to encourage you guys, get this book. And another one, it's loose this man and let him go. GD Jakes, yeah, I don't care what you think about him, okay? I really don't. This man, yeah, and this book, yeah, when, it, when his hand is hand Yeah, yeah? This book was written with such tenderness. This book was written with such care, such vulnerability, with such love, and, like, with such passion. I, I, I'm I'm lost for words i am lost for words when i read this book i, just, I was just conf- i was dumbfounded so this man was willing to put himself on the line to save other men i want to encourage you lose this man and let him go td jakes this book is like 996 i don't know when it is time ago but it's it's excellent and it will deal with your with your inner 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 thing so man then get this book yeah so Enough promoting people for free. I wish TJX would pay me, but he won't pay me. He don't know me. Um, but um, I, I love you guys. You know, I'm about progression. I'm about advancement. I'm about solutions. I'm about growth. I'm about building. I'm about foundations, and I want you guys to build accordingly. I was sharing with someone today, one of my mentees. I was talking about, you know, this season, and she was sharing with me. She was telling me, you know, she heard what she should be doing in this season of quarantine, but she hasn't done anything yet. She knows what to do, but she hasn't done anything yet. Then I said to her, she said she lacked motivation. I said to her, there's a disconnect in your faith, in your heart, is that you had the ability to hear God, but you didn't have the ability to do it. It means that the word that you heard from God didn't penetrate the heart. And guys, I want to really echo something here. The Bible says that, a wise man hears my word. Yeah? A wise brother would hear me today <coughs> trying to push you guys to invest in it. You won't see the fruit of the investment unless you do what I say. You will not see the fruit of God's word in your life unless you do what it says. I want to highlight something key here. In that parable, it says that the man dug deep and laid the foundation. You need to allow the word of God to penetrate your heart. And because the word of God is not digging deep into your heart, you become shallow with your faith in how you express that through your works. And I really want to implore you, man. You know, I tell my sisters, don't listen to what a man does listen to what What a man says, listen to what a man does. The only language women understand is action. <laughs> it is a language that moves them and tells them and shows them who you are. Is what you do. And I'm not teaching a works salvation here, guys. I'm teaching a salvation that finds evidence of faith by its works. <laughs> And the Bible says that you should not be a man who reads the word and does not do what it says. He likens you to a man who looks in the mirror and forgets what he looks like. Do you know, Do you remember what you look like? Do you know who you are? Rise up and be who you are. Don't thus be merely heroes. Don't just tune in on a Monday, guys, and not invest in yourself. Don't just tune in on Monday, guys, and crap banter in the comments but you're not really seeing growth in your life. Be a man by being, able to, by being able to address what's not good and make it right. And we have God's precious word, the bread of life, the bread of heaven, my good God, the manna from the mouth of God at our fingertips. Men of God, there should never be a day that we do not go by By hearing a word, by reading a word, and doing a word from God. Never should there be a day. We are off without excuse. So I really want to encourage you guys. One of the best ways, you know, and the only way should I say, let me say one of the best ways, let me say that's an option, is to make sure you allow the word to dig deep. The man dug deep and laid the foundation and built his house on that foundation the foundation of every decision of every choice is the word of god it is the word of god david went on to even say i have hidden your word in my heart that i'm not saying against you when i first heard that I, you know what you know what i see when i heard that i see a man saying i don't trust myself I don't trust my heart. My heart is deceitfully wicked. So what I'm going to do, Father, I'm going to get so much of your word, I'm going to hide it in my heart. So that when I know, so when the time comes for trial and temptation, what it finds in my heart is the word of God. John, um, John 14, 30, uh, Jesus said to them, the ruler of this world has come, but he finds Nothing in me. Satan is roaming and and, and patrolling, uh, looking for whom he can devour. Does Satan see anything that he can devour in your life because of what's in your heart? The ruler of this world comes. But he finds nothing. Let me get from the scripture fourteen thirty. Let me give you I will not say so much more to you, for the prince of this world is coming, and he has no hold over me. The passage translation says this: I won't speak with you much longer, for the ruler of this dark world is coming. But he has no power over me, for he has nothing to use against me. What is the condition of your heart? What are you sinking deep into your heart? Is it the word of God or is it your own desires? Right now, this ain't my sermon. This is my introduction. I don't know why I'm talking on this. So I need to hear it. But I want to implore you guys. You will never grow beyond what you don't apply. Can I implore you, invest in yourselves? Can I implore you, create action points out of tonight? Can I implore you, get accountable with some brothers tonight? Can I implore you, challenge yourself to grow beyond what you've grown to now. Can I implore you, don't let the failures, don't let what has not happened in these last three months make you feel like you are nothing and you cannot do nothing. Can I implore you that if you are still breathing, if the breath in your lungs came from him, that there is still a reason to be. And what you should be should be according to, to his word can i implore you today let the word of god be the foundation of your life in jesus name amen wow so i want to talk from the heart and i want to echo more on the area of vulnerability And um, I want to talk about vulnerability, about the acts of being open, the act of being honest, the act of being transparent. Okay, so let's go to where we see these two words called naked and unashamed. Let's turn our Bibles to Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2. And we're going to read verse 25 Genesis 2 25 can somebody in the comments be my note taker any scriptures i say please write it out in the comments for those people that are not listening god bless you yeah let's do that please let's do that please let's do that please let's do that thank you whoever does that for me genesis 2 25 genesis 2 25, and it reads, I'm going to read different translations, King James first, and they were both naked. The man and, so excuse me, his wife, and were not ashamed. Reading the NLT version. Now the man and his wife were both naked, but they felt no listen let me say that again nlt bless you it's a nice one the man and his wife were both naked and sorry but they felt wow no shame Hmm. all right let's read it in there um let me see let's go over to let's go over to esv let's go to esv Let's see what esv says and the man and his wife were both naked, and were not ashamed. Um, when I read those two words, "naked" and "unashamed," the context of the scripture is that God said that it was not good for man to be alone. You know, and and, and the first thing God does is that He brings him animals. <laughs> yeah, so funny. <laughs> Um, uh, you know, he's giving Adam a job, a work, so that's say, he's giving Adam um a mission, you know, to um to till the ground, you know, to tend to the garden and all that sort of stuff. Um and um and like he brings animals, does whatever, blah blah Adam names them X, Y, and Z, then Adam falls into a steep sleep. And out of that sleep, God takes a rib out of him and creates a being called Woman. Woman, for she came out of man. Um, Adam saw her and said, This is bone of my bones, this is flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. And for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Um, and verse 25 says, And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed now this is key because the bible is bringing an introduction he's bringing a foundation he's laying down a setting for how these guys are going to do life as a couple they cleave together they're, they're they're becoming one flesh and they're doing these things practically through being naked and unashamed now if i take that word naked i'm going to replace it with honest If I take that word unashamed, I'm going to replace it with transparency. We can take this narrative away from just being man and wife, and we can take this narrative now to being how we do and how we are together as men. Because essentially here we see the foundation of what a community looks like. It starts with a man and a woman. They give birth to children, they create a home. You know, it multiplies, it grows, it flourishes. Society, village, community, blah blah. So here we see the foundational um, uh, 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 principle of, a, of of an actual real relationship, and and when we look at the word friend, and we look at it even in a biblical lens or whatnot, it's even it's actually it's actually covenant, covenantal. It's not just what we do today. Oh, yeah, that's my friend. Like, somebody just met yesterday. No, no, no. A friend was someone that you could vouch for. That you could give your word. That was someone that was, you know, you were actually in a in a bond, a relationship with. Yeah? So, not an acquaintance, an actual friend. Yeah? So, um, yeah. So, naked and unashamed. Honest and transparent. And the difference between being honest and transparent. If I'm honest with you guys... I'm honest to the degree of what you are asking me. I'm just telling you what you require from me truthfully. But being transparent is very different. Honesty is what you require from me based on what you have um, communicated. Transparency is me bearing myself to the point where I'm actually see-through, you see everything. And I give you guys my testimony when I got married that God said he wants to deal with shame and, and I told Susan my, my greatest fear. And that was the you know, act of, of, um, of, of, of true intimacy where though we were naked, a.k.a. having sex, there was an element of unashamed where I was able to reveal the hidden thing about me that she could not see from the naked eye. So there are levels to intimacy. It's more than sliding in, guys. Intimacy is bearing your heart. Sorry for being all nitty-gritty there, but we need to dissect this thing. And when I hear vulnerability, the word vulnerability, I hear the words being honest and transparent. Honest and transparent. And I've written down here today. And this is what I've written down. The very thing I wasn't transparent Or vulnerable about is the very thing that perpetuates the hidden darkness in my heart. Shame finds its strength in silence. What am I saying? There are things, men of God, that are in your heart. Hmm. There is darkness in your heart. Ah. There are hidden things in your heart. There are things that nobody knows, my good God, in your heart. And I've seen that the very thing that we should speak on, because of shame, we remain silent. And we find ourselves in cycles, in patterns, We find ourselves dying inside. We find ourselves not really being able to be who we really are because we do not have the ability to open our mouths. I wanna stay here and echo here because now I'm going beyond the surface of how much money you make. I'm going beyond the surface of how well you dress. I'm going beyond the surface your banter i'm going beyond the surface of what i like about you i'm going over the surface of your kindness and your good acts i'm going over the, the surface of the external righteousness that i see in your life how well you speak how much you know the word all these other things i'm going beyond all of that and i'm telling you emmanuel there's emmanuel and then there's emmanuel i'm telling you alex that there's alex you good, bro? Then there's Alex. What's good? I'm telling you, her dummy. That there's dummy. You good, fam? And there's the and then there's dummy. Are you good? What am I saying, here I'm saying that in order as men to really be able to exhibit a a, a manhood that is strong. When I say strong, a manhood that is potent, a manhood that does not just flake at the first flinch of um, of trial, is that we have a foundation in our community, in our relationships, even with ourselves and with God and with people, where we are honest and transparent. Ha. I realised that people don't come to the light. Come on, come on. People don't expose what's going on. Come on, come on. People like to stay in darkness. John 3, 16 to 19. Because their deeds are evil. Because they are afraid or ashamed that what is in the dark, if it comes to the light, they may count me out. Do you know that shame has, has allowed generational cycles of men to killing each other of men leaving their wives of men be, being being perpetual liars of men being be, be, being womanizers do you know that shame has allowed darkness to propagate itself because men lost the art of transparency in where we could open our mouths And where we could use our own words to become light on dark things that are keeping us bound. Do you know that what you fail to deal with becomes your children's bread? Your children will eat for lunch, for breakfast and for dinner the very things you fail to kill. The very thing you're supposed to kill and eat the struggle, the sin, the cycle will become your children's bread. Can I say that to you today? And I'm not going to natural children. We will see it through the people that come after us. And I need you guys to grab a hold, to recover, rediscover the art of being transparent, the art of being naked and unashamed, the art of being honest, Transparent the art of being vulnerability. How this looks like is different for all of us, but it will look this. But the only way it looks the same is through the fact that we have to confess in our mouth. Three weeks ago, we discussed it. There is a healing reserved only for those that confess their fault to one another. God has made it that way that there is only a healing aisle when you confess to your brothers. What healing? Are you not experiencing because you are failing to confess? And I, I don't want to come hard on you like you don't want to be free. I don't want to come hard on you like, oh, you're not doing it. No, because I realized that shame has robbed men of their voices. Shame calls Adam, who was naming his wife naming animals to leave the naming of his child to his wife and not to himself you see it in Genesis 4 it was the woman that named Cain and Abel not the man no disrespect to my ladies but we saw a pattern before where the man was naming and we see after sin man fell to name man lost authority Maybe our authority is in the ability for us to speak to our own darkness. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the authority that you're looking for, that you thought was just found in being righteous and all that good stuff. Maybe the density of your authority is in your ability to face your own darkness, to speak light to your darkness, to own your stuff. Do you know, and every preacher will tell you that the most authoritative and preaching sermons, the most the most the, the times where the word was really became flesh For when they preached, was that they were preaching on things that they have lived. They preached from a place called lived truth and not on lived truth. They say they, they, they preach from the heart, not from the head. And maybe we don't have authority to change what's happening around us because we're sleeping with the very thing that we're trying to speak against. We are allowing the, the dark things to hold us that we're supposed to be speaking against. And recognise, you first speak to it by uncovering it, by unveiling it. And you can be in a community of others that can say and also speak to it. And that through that confession, we can pray we can get healing, wholeness. You could even set you could even set some other brothers free because you chose to say this thing will no longer stay in the dark. You have been called into the light. So I really want to implore you, man. You need to practice the art of being transparent, there is a making of a man that comes from a man being able to face what is in his heart. That he comes to a conclusion like David, that I'm gonna hide my word in your heart. He comes to a conclusion like David, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my way pure by living according to your word. He, 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 he begins to understand. That that which is not right with me can only be fixed by him who is righteous. And do you know what this thing does, guys? It robs us of the full strength that we think that we have because we can hold it all together. And it tells us you're going to live a life of vulnerability and dependency on God. Hmm. Hmm. i put down here because what we see here in genesis 1 and 2 is really powerful because genesis 1 god creates the spirit adam the spirit of adam should i say genesis 2 he he forms the body of adam the container And we see what he told him in Genesis 1 was different to what he said to him in Genesis 2. In Genesis 2, he speaks about tender garden, do this, do that, X, Y, and Z. Genesis 1, he gave Adam, you know, um, um, his... Um his purpose, his destiny, and you know, he 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 gave Adam a covenant, you know, be fruitful, multiply. No, 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 no it's Adam, Adam and Eve. Sorry, he he told me multiple, be mortal, um, be multiply, be fruitful, X, Y, and Z, all this stuff. That spirit was made in the image and likeness, the body was made from the ground. And I, and I deep tip because this naked and unashamed was before the fall. And I said to myself, Ayo, if after the fall, the first thing God wakes up is my spirit. If I'm going to truly be spiritual, that that means I'm going to live a life in community that is naked and unashamed. In fact, my spirituality um, externally will be by evidence of how I am honest and transparent, by how I am naked and unashamed. Are you guys hearing me properly today? If we're going to call ourselves spiritual, I'm talking in the context of us being men who are alive spiritually. We will live a life that is naked and unashamed in godly community with one another. That's why right, Emmanuel, walk in the light. Have fellowship with each other in the light, and He will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. First John one five to seven, I think. So what am I really echoing here? I'm echoing whether we are really confessing, if we're really, really, really willing. To put a light on the thing that is hidden in the dark. Because I believe tonight that all of us, all of us, there are some things that God wants to end. There are some things that need to be exposed. There is some healing that needs to take place. Uh, We cannot be men who are fractured in our manhood. We have to be men who are whole and experience the wholeness by practicing being naked and unashamed. Your words, your confession are lights that expel the stronghold of darkness in your life. When we get saved, we come into the light. The Bible tells us that, that people don't come to the light because their deeds are sinful and they love darkness more than their light. Men of God, can I, can, can I, once again, manhood is a love thing. Can I challenge how much you love God? And can I say, and can I challenge you, that if you love God with all of your heart, are you willing to bear all of your heart? Can I challenge you? That if you say you love God, can you bring that dark thing into the light? Can I challenge you? Can I challenge you? Because the reason why men don't come to the light is because their deeds are sinful. John 3, I believe it's 16 to 19, talks about the fact that the deeds were sinful and that men loved the dark. It says in verse 19, light has come to the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Passion says, and here is the basis for their judgment, the light has come into the world. But the hearts of the people love their darkness more than the light. Because they want the darkness to conceal their evil. Wait these scriptures here. And I'm challenging you as a believer here. If there are things that are still in the dark. Why are you not bringing it to the light? Let your love for God. Bring it to a place of confession. Let your love for God. Break that shame that wants to hold your mouth bound Let that love for God And you know what that love you have for God It comes first from what for God's love for you and I need you to understand man Even wherever you are at And whatever is in your heart The lie of shame is that God will reject you The lie of shame is that man will reject you Oh but I've come to announce today That love has in it Acceptance. The Bible says that we are are accepted in the beloved. Ephesians chapter 2. And I want to remind you, I want to remind you, I want to remind you that love says there is nothing that you will ever say or do that will ever make you rejected by me. God is love. And this love, this message is an act of love, of God drawing you out, of God saying, Son, there's some things that you're ignoring that I want to talk about. Do you want to be free? Come be free. Turn to me. Wherever there is spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Come on, people of God. Where there is confession, there is freedom. Come on, man of God. You can testify. When you got it off your chest, you felt lighter. Come on, people of God. Bind the rejection. The lie of rejection that tells you if you confess this, they will see you as weak. They will reject you. You will be blacklisted. They won't respect you. They are lies from the evil one. All of us have junk in the trunk. All of us have darkness in our life. And all of us have been called to come into the light. Be an example, man of God. And lead by example, men of God, uh, by being willing to take the first step, uh, by being willing to be strong and courageous, and say, "I'm gonna put some of my stuff into the light," uh, because I know that when I come into the light, uh, I experience freedom, I experience true fellowship with God and one another, I experience wholeness, I experience healing, I experience what it means to have true intimacy with one another and with God, where nothing is hidden. With God, he has no shadow, no turning on him. He is light. He is real. He is God. He is holy. He is righteous. Let's exemplify that character by being like him. Be holy for I am holy. Say what you have to say. Be who you have to be, Open up your mouth, uh, confess these things. If We're going to talk about being a man. We're going to talk about being in a godly community. Nakedness and being unashamed are the hallmarks by which we exemplify this behaviour. So I just really want to encourage you guys today. I'm going to end here. Let your love for God Bring forth the deeds that are in darkness into the light. Let the love of God draw you out today. Look, for some of us, it, it, it may not be a sin or a sack, whatever. You know what it is. Don't 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 make it deep. Don't, don't, don't like, it could, it could be a big thing, it could be a small whatever. Whatever it is that you're unashamed to say, that's what it is. Bring it out into the light. Bring it out into the light. Bring it out into the light. In Jesus' name. So, I really want to encourage you guys. Don't settle for just being Mother. Settle for being Mother. Don't just show us Clark Kent. Let us see the man within don't settle for an image don't settle for a pretext don't settle for how you look come to a realization that you are more that you are more there is more to you than your drip there is more to you than your source there is more to you than what you have there is more to you than what you even do there is you there is me And I'm telling you, people love and honour authenticity. And we're in an age, people of God, where people are looking for authentic people. We're looking for authentic Christians. We're looking for people to be the real deal. You have been called the light of the world. Be it. You have been called a sea on a hill. Be it. Come on, come into being. Arise from the place of depression. Arise from the place of where sin has laid you posture and come into a realization that you are more. And the more that you want to see and experience in your life is on the other side of your confession. Authenticity has to be pursued in this hour. Come on, man. Look at the world for a minute. They are responding to realness. They are, are responding to what's really good. Look at what we're watching these days. We're watching transparency. We're watching people really being real, what they're going through. Look, look at our conversations these days. We're, we're living in a time where people want to hear the real real. Come on, man. Can the real Christian please stand up? Shout out Slim Shady. Please stand up. <laughs> And how can I stand, Ayo? You know, men tend to stand up when nothing's hidden. Men that sit back and hide is because they've got some things that they're ashamed of. But can I tell some men to stand up today? Can you say like Jesus, that the rule of the world is coming, but he has no hold on me? I've put my trash out in the open. I've put all of my stuff out. I've hung my laundry. What are you gonna to say to me? What are you gonna to say to me? See, and that's freedom when nobody has anything on you because you already put yourself out there. Vulnerability, being honest, being transparent, Bring you to a place of brokenness. But that place of brokenness is not a bad place. No, 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 no. A broken and a contract spirit he will not despise. That brokenness is in a safe place because that brokenness has now found himself in the bosom of the father. Ah, I hear the father calling his sons tonight. Do not be afraid of being broken. Do you not be afraid of crying those tears. Do not be afraid of letting go. Do not be afraid of jumping off the cliff. Do not be afraid of coming out. Do not be afraid. My perfect love casts out all fear. My love assures you that your brokenness will be received by me and you will never be rejected. Come on, people of God. We want to be those people who say, who who, who God says, I know you because I see me in you. I see light. I see light. I see light. We're not going to be men who prophesy in his name, who cast out devils in his name, that, that can say his name but don't know the person. No, 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 no. God ain't looking for mere talk. God is looking for sons, and sons look like their fathers. Come on. (laughs) Sons look like their fathers. (laughs) So when he says, I know you, he says, I see me in you. I see light because I am light. I see holiness because I am holiness. I see righteousness because I am righteous." And guess what? God imparts. He imputes these things to us. Can you believe it? Can you receive it? can you become it your faith requires works men of god let's apply the word let's apply the word so once again let's practice the art of vulnerability let's practice the reality of being naked and unashamed in other words let's be honest and transparent my name is Ayokunda odunayi i endorse this message to the men of god in this hour may we be men who rise to the challenge of of speaking to our darkness to looking into our hearts and allowing the Holy Spirit to search and to know us, and to bring into the light the things that are holding us bound. Can we be the generation of men who will say enough is enough, no more killing, no more cheating, no more lying, no more backstabbing, no more competition, no more. Can we be men who walk in the Spirit, and exemplify and demonstrate the power of God to live as whole men. Can we be those men? Can we be those men? Can we be those men? If you can, in the comments, say yes. Say yes to the challenge of being a man who, who, who speaks to his darkness and brings it into light. Can you accept the challenge of being a man who will be naked and unashamed? Can you accept the challenge of being a man who will say no more shame. No more shame. If you can, can you put yes in the comments? And let's start that tonight. Hallelujah, amen, amen. Thank you Jesus, that was beautiful.